Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. My name is Tamara Andress, for those of you guys who don't know, and I am a personal and professional development coach. I am also an ordained minister and podcaster and 
super excited to continue to add author. I've, I've published a couple of anthologies, but tomorrow I am actually launching my first book. Um, it'll be available and I would really love for you to get your hands on it. Tomorrow is just the ebook version and the hard copy will be out in the week to follow, but we're doing a fun launch. Uh, Patricia Wooster, who is a moderator here and an expert in publishing books, um, it made way for a unique way to kind of bring it to market. So I'm doing it a little different, doing a little trial and error. And if you guys need support or insight, I would love to help um, teach you that thereafter. And, and I'll be the guinea pig. Uh, so today we're going to talk about something I'm really passionate about. And you heard I'm personal and professional development and ordained minister and how do those go together. And I've been studying this specific concept of spiritual entrepreneurship for the last five years. Um, and with the vulnerability that was opened prior to um, this segment with Justin and James, there's so much that goes into the why behind what we do. And it's generally because of a closed door or a rock bottom or a vulnerability or a trauma or a trial, right? It doesn't really happen. Like um, stars don't align, rainbows don't appear. And then all of a sudden you're like, I think I'll change. Usually you wanna stay in that moment. You wanna stay rooted and grounded in that experience. So generally change comes from uh, something that you have to shift away from. And so today we're gonna unpack five ways to break entrepreneurial anxiety. And I believe that everyone in this room at some way, shape, or form at some time in their life has experienced this type of anxiety, whether or not you're an entrepreneur or not, because in this room, it's filled with dreamers and movers and shakers and, and go-getters and people who believe in the power of leadership and business and all of these different things align to what you might hear as that grit or as Glenn says, that grind. Um, I am not a fan or a proponent of busy, and I'm not a fan or proponent of hustle culture because I feel like and experience firsthand what happens when that is the priority in our life and the ultimate anxiety that led me to a, a time in my life where I was in fetal position and really not, not considering staying in my life anymore. And those suicidal ideations are real. And I think a lot of people nowadays, especially with things that have transpired with the pandemic, are experiencing anxiety and depression and isolation for the first time in their life. And I want people through not just these methodologies, but many more um, that there are to be able to break free of that. So I want to give you an example and kind of cue up where this is coming from, because um, we get on here and you might follow a lot of us on social media and you're hearing about these great things going on. You know, you're hearing every 30 minutes or an hour just with Breakfast with Champions, everything that is transpiring with this one piece of our lives. And I say are, there's a hundred moderators. There's hundreds and thousands of you who come through the room every single day. And we're so grateful to you, but there's an energy, a momentum that's taking place from this space since January. And I really feel like there was an extra ignite after we had the Breakfast with Champions Consortium in New York City. And I think it's actually gonna happen again after the Grow for God conference that's gonna be taking place in Lexington, Kentucky on November 5th through the 7th. 
I'm super excited about that. But what happens with that momentum is you all are experiencing the energy surge. You want a taste of the cake, right? And there's a hundred moderators that not only meet here, but we also meet weekly outside of this room. We also are here sun up to sundown. We were actually running 15 hour rooms for a while, but we're sticking to 12 for now. Um, we also have been doing the debut of, of what will be the newest website, but you saw Breakfast with Champions go live. You hear about the conference. You hear about um, all of the podcasts and information that's coming out on the regular. And you're like, holy cow, they're doing so much. And if I sat in that pocket and I, I reflected more often, which I don't think we do enough, which I think is a component of the anxiety release, and I'm going to get into those in just a minute, we would that would be a full-time job, <laughs> like 100%. And for some of us, sometimes it feels that way, depending on what day or segment or any of those things that we have going on. But no different than my hand that I probably don't put enough attention to on a given basis. I, I use it all the time. And if we became more in that space of gratitude, like we've been practicing in the 67 day challenge, then we would think about these tiny, tiny pieces. But my hand is a part of my body and you are here in this room and you are an entrepreneur. And just like Justin said earlier, that's only one part of who you are. And I love that we always talk about our families in here. I love that the kids are crying or laughing or, or bugging us in the background, right? I love that component of real life. And so I wanted to be vulnerable in the fact that I have felt a bit like a chicken with my head cut off lately. And it's because I am not just focused on the one thing. I'm focused on many things. And when we do that, we can get out of alignment. And at the same time, there's the recognition that we still have to likely do those things. One, because we've raised our hand to them in the forefront and we have an obligation and a responsibility and we, we need to stay in that space of commitment like we talked to. If the things that you are attached to are things that are actually distracting you from your purpose or your mission, then by all means, don't create extra anxiety in your life by propelling those things forward when they're not important. Instead, focus on that why, focus in on that purpose. Get back to the granular of, of how you show up, of why you show up, and ultimately of who you are. And so I'm gonna make a prediction and if you are, are trying to figure out, well, what do I love? What am I passionate about? What is my career path? What, what is my purpose? And you're, you're searching for one and this is resonating with you on any level. I'm gonna make a prediction that in the next five to 10 years, as people transition out of what is big corporate America into more of an entrepreneurial run or into an entrepreneurial identity, dreamers, activators, manifestors, believers, whatever you wanna call it, there's going to be a massive surge in the therapy realm. <laughs> and, and there should be, because I, I believe that all of us need therapists. And we, we hear all the time, no different than myself, of coaches and life coaches or development coaches or motivation coaches, whatever it is that you need, business coaches. But I think therapy, and I know therapy, goes down to the psychological understanding. And if you have a mind, which you do because you're sitting here, then you need therapy. And there's no shame in that. But the reason I believe that you should tap into this realm of self is because this entrepreneurial anxiety is running rampant. And I see it not only in myself occasionally, on the days that I, I definitely feel out of alignment or I feel my 
heart beating faster than it needs to, or I feel like my priorities are out of line, or I'm missing a component of self. Because like Lynn said earlier this morning, it's really easy when you know your purpose and you know your gift and talent and you just stay really comfortable in that pocket. That's what entrepreneurship is for me. That's what this list that I'm about to go down to tell you from a given daily basis, things that I'm touching just for this month. I love it. I thrive off of it. I'm energized by it so much. But at the same time, if I only focus on that, if I only focus on my hand, if I only focus on Breakfast with Champions, I'm missing the entity of the body. And the body is a gift. It's a vessel. So every component of who you are, mind, body, soul, spirit, is critical for you to stay in the knowing of. Touching base with the fact that, oh, wow, my heart's beating really fast right now. Why is that? Asking the right questions so we can get the right answer versus suppressing versus distracting ourselves because it feels good and realizing that we have to stay in alignment and commitment isn't easy. It's not. It's simply not. And that's okay. You can be in stride. The burden is light, he says biblically. But that doesn't mean that there's not the trials and the tribulations. It doesn't mean that one component of self, whether it's mind chatter, whether it's emotional distress, whether it's body ailments or exhaustion, that that one area isn't quite right. But that's the whole reason that we have a father in heaven who requires us, begs us, desires us to come to his feet for rest. And in the midst of all the things, in the midst of what you see on someone's highlight reel, in the midst of what you hear us sharing here in this room, we're living a life. We're being a human. And you've heard this before that you're not a human doing, you're a human being. And so I've got this book launch tomorrow. I cannot wait to tell you guys about It's the vulnerability. It's, I honestly feel like I want to throw up, but I also want to race around the building and just cheer and praise God that I am at the point where I'm able to release something that feels so much like freedom at this point in my life. But that five years ago when I was unpacking entrepreneurial anxiety and that isolation moment of suicide, it felt impossible. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't look people in the eyes for months. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror for months. And I talk about all of the whys, all of the roots, that generational bondage that Justin and James were talking about, that is real. And a part of therapy is that we have to get to those places. But a lot of people feel scared to, to go and sit on the couch. They're like, I, I'm doing okay. I'm fine. I can manage this. And sometimes medicine is thrown their way as an easy tactic to manage when there's so much more to it. And I'm not anti-medicine, but I need you to know that if you're experiencing it over and over and over again and the medicine isn't working, there's a healing power besides the medicine that can literally seep into every component of thyself, not just the hand, every component of the body, even the heart, even the soul. 
in order to give you freedom from the inside out from this anxiety. So I've got the book. We've got Grow for God. I cannot wait. It's counting down. I think we're getting close to the 30-day, one-month mark. I've got a mastermind that I'm launching in November, my podcast that I go live five times a week, every week. It's bananas. There's a lot going on. I have an event this weekend. I've got a team that I manage. And again, that's the pocket of the hand. I've got two beautiful kiddos. I've got my husband who yearns for my attention, who gives me all of his. I've got a mom that I'm living with. I've got a dad who is currently going through his first trial of sobriety after 20 years. I've got siblings and nieces and nephews. I've got best friends who would love to just get coffee with me. I've got a body that needs me to move every single day or all of these things, all of these tasks, all of these to-dos will never be accomplished because I'm out of alignment. I'm not telling you these things to glorify anything that I'm doing. I'm giving you a real snapshot of what you probably see on my Instagram. I get messages about this all the time. Your smile is so radiant. Your joy, I can feel it through the screen. The only reason, the only reason that that is possible is by the grace of God. Because I wore a mask, I was blanketed in shame, I was walking as a zombie for so long, and I honestly didn't know it. If someone would ask me, are you broken? I would say no. If someone would ask me, are you imperfect? I would say no, <laughs> I'm good, I've got this. I was a striving perfectionist. Accolades and awards were easy to come by. I put my energy into the one gift and talent and it was entrepreneurship. It was growing businesses. It was making money. And I love those things and I think they're great and I think they're a part of a gift that God's given me, but I was using them wrong. And when you use what he's given you wrong, he's not going to bless you with more. The rug will get pulled out from under your feet and I'm not saying that to scare you. I don't believe he's a con condemning father, but I am saying that you won't be in peace. I will say that the smile that you might take when someone says, Smile for the camera will not be real. It won't be coming from the inside out. So five things, are you ready? I'm gonna go through the next 10 minutes. Five things to remove this anxiety. The focus of, of just doing so that you can be, right? We're gonna shift that right now. Number one, your list of to-dos is not who. Your list of to-dos is not who. It's not who you are. It's not who you were made to be. It's not what you even get to do. Those are blessings. It's a part of your purpose, sure. But with or without that list that I mentioned that I get to do for the next five weeks, it's a lot of things. I'm still me if that caught on fire. I'm still me if tomorrow something happened to me physically that it, that it literally pulled me away from all of those things that I couldn't do it. We've had people here on stage who have experienced COVID over the past year and we've missed their voice. My voice is one of my biggest blessings, but do we take it for granted? Is it just the hand that I use every single day or 
the room that I tap into and the community here that I tap into that is just something I'm using? Or is it a component of thyself? Your to-dos are not your who. You are still loved. You are still great. You are still called. You are still worthy. You are still seen. You are still famous. Do you realize that? You want to be seen. You want to be known so bad. You're in the audience right now and you think, I'm never going to get on stage. How do they do that? I want to be in a community like that. We see you, Ron, Abigail, Trevon, Lewis, Christy, Coretta, Sandra. We do not do this to hear ourselves talk. We do this to serve. We do this so tomorrow when you wake up or even today, actually in this very moment, you can find peace. You can find the unlimited joy that I tap into on a consistent basis. It is not something I hoard. I want you to have it. I want to be a conduit of it. But if our identity is resting in our to-do list, we're forgetting the blessing of life. We're forgetting the blessing of voice and breath. So stop thinking that the more that you do, the more you become. Because it's actually the more that you be the more that you become. My book, Always Becoming, Sex, Shame, and Love, goes to the root of my to-do list and how those things even got put there in the first place. And so number two is to release your expectations or attachment to the outcome. I told James at the beginning that this is seriously something that's been on my heart this week, commitment, not attachment. Release your expectations. Every time that I do something, I have an expectation that's lingering in the back because it's human nature based on what we've done in the past, based on what we've learned in the past, to have an expectation. And I have really high expectations. I was talking to my hairdresser yesterday and she said, my mama always told me not to have expectations. And if I had them, I needed to lower them. She said, I, he, she actually told me that for the first time when I was going on a date when I was 28 years old. Her expectations were so high that no one had an opportunity. And it's not to say I want you to lower your expectations when it comes to your significant other because my husband is phenomenal and there are many people in the room who have had the chance to meet him and concur. So I'm not tooting my own horn in the hubby realm. He just is an amazing human being because he's tapped into that component of self. But if you tap into your expectations instead of your attachment, your commitment, I'm sorry, instead of your commitment, you're creating your own anxiety. Because what happens when the outcome doesn't meet your expectations, you feel shame, guilt, frustration, you're upset. This happened to me just this past weekend when I spoke at a conference. I had this expectation of what the stage was going to look like, what the 800 people in the audience would look like what I was going to say, even the Bible verses that God had given me that morning. I knew I was going to open my Bible and share them. And the moment that I started sharing, all of my expectations flew out the window and there was that tiny little creature, the enemy, quote unquote, if you will, who was speaking nonsense in my ear. He was saying, you're not worthy of this. He was saying, it's not your time. He was saying, you can't do this. They, they don't understand what you're saying. They, they need you to be more. They can't hear. 
you're not capable. You're not good enough. You're too young. You don't have enough practice. You're too old. You're not pretty enough. You're not smart enough. You're not strong enough. You're not going fast enough. You're not going hard enough. You're behind. Don't stop. Keep going. These thoughts that circle our minds in our to-dos, in our expectations, keep you stagnant from the present moment, the gift that it is right now that you're breathing. You've got to let go. Commit to the outcome. Don't get attached to it. Number three, your identity precedes your destiny. Oh, this is one of my favorite lines that my coach Mike Zeller shares with us on a consistent basis, so much so that he's taught us how to do it in sign language. I'll have to do that at the conference to show you guys because it's beautiful. And he says this over and over and over again. And you think when you hear things over and over and over again, you get tired of them, but never, ever, ever will I take this one for granted. Because it was not until I picked myself out of that fetal position and I waved my white flag and I was able to go and sit on the other side of the couch and I was able to travel to another city to go to church multiple times a week. It wasn't until I said yes to the surrender that my entrepreneurial gifting is not mine at all. It's God's and he is the one who ordains me and sustains me to serve and to show up and to have a voice. And so when I stood up and I finally was able to look at myself in the mirror again, I was not looking at me. I was looking at the great I am. The great I am that is within me. And when you recognize your identity through him, everything changes. Everything changes. Number four is to shift the power. I believe anxiety doesn't stem from the amount of components Instead, it's the power we give to those components, those tasks, those projects, rather than self-regulation and alignment. Anxiety stems from the to-do list. Remember, you're not a human doing, you're a human being. So if you change the power based on perspective and you look at those things not as weights that you're meant to carry all day, every day, but instead the things that you lay at the feet of the Father on a consistent basis and recognize that he's the one who gifted you it in the first place. And he's the one who made you in your mother's womb even before then knew the strength that you would have to endure for the purpose he's laid on your life, that when you go to pick those things up in the time allotted, in the right season that he's created for you, when you're strong mentally, physically, and spiritually, when you're ready to pick them up, it doesn't feel heavy. It feels like you have a superpower that you couldn't tap into before. And you look at your to-do list and you jump up and down because you likely know I can because he can. I will because he will. I rest in his promises and you rest in his promises so that you can show up to life abundantly and joyfully and you flow and you open the door as Justin did at the very beginning of this and you say, come on in, let me usher you into this space. And the last one, so important, Elsa actually said it best, let it go. I won't sing to you. Let it go. It was that moment of surrender. It was that moment of release of control that I finally came into the knowing 
that anxiety is simply an enemy tactic. It is not who I am. I don't have depression. It has me. From my heavenly father that I am his, I am beneath his wing. The enemy has no play in my identity. And those whispering, limiting beliefs that you hear everyone talk about, you can shut them up. You can tell them to go away, flee now, Satan. And so I'm going to close this hour. Thank you so much, or half hour with me, by sharing a biblical verse. 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all of your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Throw it on him. Let him carry your burdens. Let him carry the task list. He's gifted it to you. But be sure, my friend, to stay aligned in who you are, in who you're made to be. Because if you don't, you might end up in fetal position. And I don't want to see you there. But if you are, and maybe that's a place you find yourself right now, know that we are here for you. Know that this is a community of brothers and sisters that sees you in that dark spot. And I'm just going to pray for you right now because I feel led to. God, we just want you to encompass, just embrace, engulf, surround, create a hedge of protection around your sweet daughter or your sweet son, that you would just be with them, that you would rise their chin like you did to me and look them in the eyes and the deep sockets of their soul and call them yours. May they know that they are loved. May they know that they are seen. May they know that they are purposed, that their breath has everlasting ripples in the kingdom and that we need them. We need them to stand up, to rise up. And God, I just pray that you would encompass their brain, their mind, those limiting beliefs. The enemy has no play in those spaces. And so just the helmet of protection, we ask that it just is given to them in this moment right now. And that they feel freed for the first time from the bondage of anxiety, from the bondage of depression, from the bondage of isolation. And they can go and do based on your already setting them in motion. The doing is yours, God. The deed is yours and the glory is yours. We gift it all to you in your sweet, precious name. Amen. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.